Good evening, my fellow wool gatherers, and welcome to episode 156 of Wanderings and Wool Gathering. On tonight's episode, we are going to review the latest record called Back to the Water Below by Royal Blood. I believe we did their last release, and that's probably been a good three years now, um, but we did do that one. We're back to do their next one. Uh, pretty cool little record. We're also going to talk about the next release by Jack the Radio called Fast Fun, another cool song released by them. I love how they're doing this uh, song at a time. It's kind of fun, and it's cool for us to be able to hit them on about every other show. I'd like to thank our sponsors tonight, The Pressing Issue. Let The Pressing Issue take care of your comics with their expert cleaning and pressing services. Pressing Issue is the place to send your books for expert care and affordable prices. Seriously, they are affordable, and he does an amazing job. Find them on Facebook and soon-to-be new website, The Familiar Red and White Logo. And also another special thanks to the Kokomo Lantern for hosting us. They are a journalistic endeavor focused upon the simple principles of illuminating the good and eliminating the shadows in our local community. Go over to kokomolantern.substack.com to sign up for all that content. And if you like what you see in here tonight, make sure you subscribe, leave us a comment, let us know how we're doing, and feel free to share this with your friends. Joining me tonight, as always, Metalhead Monday. Step inside into his mind, his boy Ben Metalhead Monday. Hello. <clears throat> there he is, the metal one himself. I would doff my cap if I had one, but I don't. We should wear caps more often just so we can doff them. Yeah. I feel like if I'm going to start doing that, I need more than a cap. I need a like a really cool hat. A fedora with a big feather? No, I don't know Dang. if that's a really cool hat. Oh, I think it'd be pretty cool. <laughs> I'm not too sure that we're worried about how cool we look anyway. So I was I was thinking something a little mm. more 19th century. All right. No ball caps for you, huh? Mm, I mean, yeah, but that's not really worth doffing. <sighs> There's like some doffage that can happen with a nice. No, no flat bills, though. I can't do a flat bill. No, me either. I, I just can't bring myself to. I, I feel like if I'm wearing that, then it looks like a nearly 50 year old guy trying to hold on to something that's <laughs> recapture <long> youth. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't feel comfortable with it. I feel like a loser <laughs> if I'm wearing a flat bill. So I do not wear them. Nothing against them. Some people can roll. Yeah. Them. No. Yeah. So, uh, hey, I had a an interesting weekend filled with. <laughs> Fun and near fun. Yeah, yeah. Fun and uh, cancellation. <laughs> I thought it was going to be a bam, bam, Saturday, Sunday affair, but uh, Pearl Jam did uh, had to cancel due to an illness of some sort. I haven't heard what. Um, That's all I've heard is due to illness, whatever yeah. that means. Hope everybody is fine. But uh, yeah. they're going to redo that in 2024. You get to keep your tickets. If you don't want to wait, I guess you can get a refund. But I'm going to yeah. hold out and wait because if they come back around, I do want to see them. So, um, I mean, you've already got the ticket, so why not? Yeah. Now, if it comes out next summer, it's like a free concert. There you go. Because I've already forgotten about it. <laughs> that money is already gone. <laughs> and, uh, but Saturday night did get to go see the pumpkins again. So I love that. Um, it was weird. So the, there were two opening uh, bands, Rival Sons was first. Yeah. And, uh, they were pretty good. And I, 
I really liked the lead singer and uh, he was kind of emotional and he did a really nice job. The musicianship was really strong. Lead guitarist yeah. was excellent. So I've heard some of their stuff. Yeah, I was pleased. Like, you know, that was for an opening band. That was pretty darn good. And then came out Interpol. Are you familiar with Interpol? I mean, they've been around for a long time. So yeah, 97, I, I think. I have, I've heard a little bit here and there. It's not something that is really my thing. So definitely know. an 80s vibe, kind of a yeah. European 80s thing. But the problem was the mixing was god awful. You Ooh. all you could hear was the lead guitar, and he was playing the most basic straight notes over and over and huh. over it almost came across like a metronome the lead singer was so washed out you couldn't hear hardly anything you could hear a mumble in the background it was i, I don't know i mean the guy working the boards really screwed up it was not good huh i wonder if they have their own guy yeah i don't know because um, i know when we saw noel gallagher with uh, garbage and metric I feel like each band had their own guy. We we were literally right behind the board, and I, I had like the the stationary camera that shoots right down the center of the stage for the the jumbotron. So it was kind of in my way. So <clears> I think mean, we were right there, and I'm pretty sure each band had their own guy. Yeah, I'm imagining they do because Rival Sons didn't have that problem at yeah, all. Yeah, that's yeah, <clears throat> and so man it was just off i almost felt bad for him and i was ready for them to be done so. yeah that sucks <laughs> it did and then the pumpkins came out and um very stripped down stage just them out front and they have this little light thing behind that was it there was nothing else cool and the first two songs were rough i thought oh my gosh it was the sound i mean there's something wrong mm. because uh -huh. it was real like billy has got a loud voice yeah. And um, especially with Everlasting Gaze and Doomsday Clock. I mean, those are big songs. Yeah. Um, and I was like, oh, my gosh, I'm getting a little worried now that this is going to be. Well, then the next song they did was Talking Heads um, cover. And then they went into Today and everything was fine. Huh. And it was perfect. And I don't know what it was. Maybe they caught on to it. Yeah. Somebody figured um, something out. But, yeah, the rest of the concert was brilliant. And the sound was fantastic. And it was the lightest most fun i think i've seen billy in any show and he looked at one point and i write about it in the article um over at wanderings and woolgathering.com you gotta yep. go that out um he really like was taken aback in one of the songs that the art the audience participation and kind of stepped back you know and did his heart and um paused for a second to take it in it was kind of a cool moment yeah and uh it was it was fun great show uh super happy i went again and then i uh, broke down and i bought something i never buy stuff at concerts <laughs> <laughs> i bought a zip up hoodie <laughs> oh wow so that's probably 70 80 bucks probably yeah <laughs> but it's got little vampires down both sleeves it's so nice. cool it's light blue that's what yeah <laughs> i was stoked yeah the the concert t-shirt man like that was like a rite of passage i feel like when we were young mm -hmm. But man, like we went to that Ghost and Amon and Marth show, and I, I really wanted an Amon shirt, but $45 for a t shirt. It's like, yeah. I just can't do it. I can't do it. 
Yeah, that's I almost got one too, but that was my first thought. I was I'm gonna get the Siamese dream one that I used to have, but on the back it says 30 years of saying maybe, you yeah, know. Nice. Um and I was yeah, I wanted a lot, but <laughs> I finally just broke down like shit, I'm getting that sweatshirt. Yeah, I'll never get back here again till next time. <laughs> <laughs> so and it was the last show of the tour. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. I didn't I didn't realize that. I thought yep. they were going for a They'd, little bit yet. They had been going for a long time. So they just okay. come from Europe. Um on the first leg, it feels like they're always on tour. Yeah. They just never rest. But and we got a Jimmy drum solo this time. Nice. Ah, it was exciting. So Very kudos cool. to the band. Great job and uh great show. All right, my friend, we've got work to do. We don't do this show because it's fun. We do it because we have to. <laughs> yeah, because it's work. <laughs> God, this show sucks. Um, so anyway, I'm going to put up the picture while you talk about our good friend's new song. Yeah, Jack the Radio, man. We love these guys. Uh, they've become good friends of the show. Uh, they're just putting out a song like every couple three weeks and man it's super fun i think the all the songs they've put out so far have had a little bit of a different vibe um this one's called fast fun i love this artwork it, it's more like uh it's similar to the last one they put out where it's a photograph that then george has taken and he drew jack uh you know hanging off the little glass there and I love the shadow. They yep. played. They played with the shadow mm -hmm. of the cup and kind of make it made it look like a skull. And it, it's just fun. It's <laughs> very cool artwork. Yeah, it is cool. Um, he's very. I mean, we've talked about it before. He is an artist. Yes, um, he does his own stuff. But um, everything they do is very artistic, and yeah. I love the artsy edge to all of their work and the extras that they do for their records. Uh, has not gone unnoticed for me. I wish other people would pick up on it because you're re a really cool, complete kind of package in the whole thing. It's just not the music. Yeah. You're getting a lot more. Yeah. And that's kind of lost today with digital. I agree. I mean, you know, we. I'm not a vinyl guy. Uh, I think as far as physical music, vinyl is pretty much it right now. I mean, you know, there's not, there's, a little bit of cassettes coming back and CDs are barely a thing anymore. Mm -hmm. I think, I think a lot of bands, like when they have a new album coming out, you can order one, but you know, it's physical media is other than vinyls pretty much gone. So it's, it sucks for the artwork. Cause you know, you get that big 12 inch album and mm -hmm. it's so cool. I got a couple on the wall behind me here. Yeah, the, the vinyl is the art. I mean, it's, and I love when they put cool things on the insert, you know. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, you're right. That's about it. And the song, Fast Fun, Great. is excellent. Yeah, love it. You know, I loved about this one as opposed to some of their other ones. This one has a little bit deeper, groovier bass. Yes. Uh, I mean, it comes in straight away, Dan, with that. It's got like a, a melodic bass mm -hmm. line. It's not just plunking away on one or two notes. It's real, you know, melodic bass line. <clears throat> Kevin's drums are, you know, crisp and clean and kind of uh, understated, subdued, you know, not over the top, really fits with the song. Um Danny's guitar in this one I thought was really cool. Uh, he 
some of the effects on his guitar almost sound like keyboards and there are Mm -hmm. keyboards on this song. So it kind of mixes well with Mm -hmm. that. And sometimes you can't tell what's what, Mm -hmm. (laughs) but in in a cool way, in a very cool way. Um, Lots of layers on this song. And I like at the end, uh, there's kind of like a chorus of kids that comes in Mm -hmm. and they did a really good job with this where it's not overused. Mm -hmm. That they yep. very easily could have done that through the whole song. I like how they brought it in right at the end and it kind of fades up like it's kind of under the music and then the music kind of cuts and you get a little taste of the the kids chorus at the end. Very well done. There's kind of like a minimalist simplicity to their songs because we're in an age where a lot of what we listen to is really run through machines and we get lots of synth and there are layers upon layers going on. And with their music, it's just straightforward, good music. And I think on this one, this is one of the, my favorite vocal performances by George. He really hits the melody. I think in this song, especially in the chorus, I I thought he sounded fantastic on this one. I agree. And I will say there's a little bit of like when I'm listening to it, after I heard it a couple times, like I'm, you know, you kind of sing along in your head mm-hmm. and whatever. And when he comes to the chorus, that line that ends in fast fun, mm-hmm. it's like, I, I don't, I feel like if I was trying to sing that out loud, like there, I could easily get tripped up on that. Let's hear you but, try it go. No. Yeah. <laughs> so, but, uh, but the way he delivers it, like so much so that it caught my ear and I was mm-hmm. like, Oh, that sounded a little awkward. But then I listened to it. I'm like, damn, man, he's so good at that, at just getting it in there under the wire. And mm-hmm. it just, it works. Mm-hmm. Agree. 100%. But I will give you a dollar if you try it. <laughs> I'm good. A whole dollar. Dang it. I don't need a dollar. What if the people like, vote? What if the people vote and they want to hear it? Public humiliation is worth more than a dollar to me. So. Dollar, dollar 50. <laughs> but if they vote, you can't you can't go against a vote. Uh, I, vote. I won't I won't <laughs> accept a vote, but I will accept an auction. <laughs> what if the auction goes really low? Nope we're we're starting at a minimum. <laughs> a minimum of dollar fifty. <laughs> All right. Well, yes, I'd much rather hear George sing it anyway. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, me too. Yeah, great song. It'll be interesting to hear these when they come out as a as a whole piece on the record. Yes, like the track listing and yeah. all of that, yeah. Yeah, hopefully Kevin was on the show, so he knows we talk about openers and closers. So they better yep. pick it right, because yep. I will call them on the carpet if it's wrong. Of course, and we don't want to be called on the carpet by an <laughs> educator. So No, no, because no, clearly I know better than the band who actually can play things. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, Jack the Radio, you rule. Thank you. And uh, can't wait for more. Fast fun. Go check it out. Fast fun. Yeah, it's on all the streaming services. So you don't actually have to buy anything. I wish you would. Go to their, uh, is it jacktheradio.com or jacktheradiomusic.com? I think it's music. I'm going to find out. But you should go there and then they've got comics and stuff. Uh, We can look (laughs) pretty easily. Oh. It is just jacktheradio.com. Okay. For some reason, I thought there was a music in there, but maybe... Oh, wait a minute. Oh, no. It's coming up. It is. So that's all it is. Jacktheradio.com. Cool merch, comics, the whole shebang. Um, yeah, you won't be uh, upset that you did. 
All right, on to the next. So I'm going to let you intro this because you are the one who introduced me to this in the first place when we did oh, it really? the first time. Really? Mm-hmm. Huh. Okay. Yeah, I was not. They weren't on my radar. I'm telling you. Really? Okay. Nope. So Royal Blood has a new album out called Back to the Water Below. Um, that's the cover, just a little big old jellyfish there. Um, and Royal Blood is when their first album came out, I was really impressed. I, I think I heard them first and I was like, what is this? It just sounded different. And then I saw them and I was like, this is two guys. Like this dude's just playing a bass, like a really distorted bass and drums. And I'm like, huh. it, their first albums kind of blew me away a little bit, but I, you know, cards on the table i did not follow them too much after that i would hear songs here and there and you know always enjoyed their songs on the radio um and then uh yeah so here we are they have a brand new album out so it's 10 songs it's only like 31 minutes long so you know wasn't a tough sit <laughs> no no it was short i mean it hit quick and moved on <clears throat> and um, there was a lot of variety here, I thought. I think so as well. Yeah. So uh, we'll dig into the first song, which this is the one I had the least to say about. But I will say, I thought it was a great album opener. It was a fast-paced, kind of heavier song. Mountains at Midnight was the name of that. Yeah. Uh, I'm assuming this uh, was a lead single as well. I didn't mm. look that up. But like on the... It is the first track, so typically that will get more plays than most of the other songs. Right. But this one was far and away. I mean, it had over almost five and a half million plays on Spotify. So, um, but yeah, I think it's a great opener. Uh, definitely has their signature sound. Like I said, great drums, that distorted bass, um, and it's just some really good grooves in this song. Solid opener. Yeah, and it does have a video. Yeah, so there you go. Just so you all know. Um, <clears throat> I wasn't sure what to expect from this album based on this, and the rest of the album is not a lot like this song. I would agree with that. Which is cool. I think it this cool. one skews... Uh, this, is, this is kind of what I think of when I think of Royal Blood. It's got a little bit of a heavy edge and you know, just some really solid thumping grooves. Kind of almost like a borderline um, uh, uh, industrial song, like industrial light mm -hmm. at times. Okay, I didn't get that, but I, I, I think I, yeah, I see where you're going there. Um, I said light. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the next song, Shiner in the Dark. When I heard this, I instantly went to the Black Keys. Oh There's yeah, definite Black Keys vibe going on here. They've they've been compared to them a bit in the past. I mean, like in the in their bio on Spotify, it it mentions a couple of bands, and that's one of them. Definitely. Gotcha. Yeah, and I don't think that it came through on a lot of the songs, but on this one, yes. it definitely came through. Yeah. And um, this cool song about internal pain, emotional trauma, kind of thing you're holding in. Um, I like this one a lot. Um, I dug the vibe on it. Uh, I thought it was a little cooler than 
the first one, which was more straightforward, but mm -hmm. I like um, it. I, uh, yeah, it's kind of, there's a little bit of a bounce in this one that I enjoyed. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I Great chorus. Uh, I like the keyboards on this song. Mm -hmm. I did not love his choice for the distortion on the bass in this song. So that kind of pulled me out of it a little bit, but structurally, I think it's a good song, but that sound on his bass just yeah. kind of pulled me out of it a little bit. <clears throat> yeah. The keyboards I think is what hit you with the black keys kind of thing. Yeah, probably. Um, the next song is called pull me through mm -hmm. and this one's a departure. I felt like uh, this is where they really yeah. kind of shifted gears for us. Yeah. Lots of piano, uh, you know, three songs in, and this one is very, very heavy on the piano. Uh, I I dug the change up, I guess. Um, and this song kind of has a really cool kind of chill out at the end. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I, I enjoyed this one. It's super catchy. Yes. And um, I like that it came in, you know, because the other ones are more the the synth realm kind of thing and this one had that acoustic start which yeah. i kind of dug a little bit and then um there's a in the singing there's a nothing but thieves feel okay on some of the way that he's holding those notes out and i love the line i like internal rhymes you know like yep. eminem is huge with internal rhymes and things yeah. but it was frayed as i pray disarrays had its day in the sun i just love the the repetition okay. there the assonance with the a sound which was pretty cool. So I would like you, this one a wait, lot. Would you call me? Let me write it on here. <laughs> Jeremy Mundy is an assonance. Oh, Such we kid. Assonance. We kid because we love. <laughs> <sighs> All right. The next one, the firing line. Yeah, um, this one. Um, <laughs> decent lyrics. Hmm. I, I kind of enjoyed the lyrics. Um, it almost has a little bit of a retro kind of Beatles-y vibe. There are a maybe? couple songs on here that have a definite Beatles vibe. Yeah, and I, I say that not in a great way because I did not enjoy this song. I feel like this one's kind of skippable, but, you know. Agreed. Can't win them all. Uh, no, I... Uh, this one was kind of weird. It had these quick little guitar notes and then the slow drum beat, you know, they had some piano, but again, I did get, get that connection too. And I did not love this one. Yeah. Um, and not, I, I don't want to take away from the band. It's not a bad song. It's just not mm -hmm. one of those for me. I don't think. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, you know, uh, reviewing anything we've said it on the show before. I, mm -hmm. Any art is totally subjective and, just because I don't like it doesn't mean you can't like it. it could be your favorite song and good for you. No, if I don't like it, however, you cannot like it. That's the okay. rules on the show. All right. Yeah. All right. All right. Uh, the next song is called Tell Me When It's Too Late. And I did like this one a lot. Yes. And guys, deep groove on this one. And it's got this really cool, quick bass drum thing going on. This yeah. little, oh my gosh. And that was, again, very different than what had come before. And uh, really hit me in the sweet spot. I thought this was an excellent song. I agree. This is one of the highlights for me. Uh, it's fairly simple grooves, but man, some really great drumming. Like you said, uh, he just kind of, yeah, just the little fills and little touches. And 
really, really solid. And the the riff on the chorus is kind of cool. It's a little kind of different. But again, simple. I don't think there's anything terribly complicated in this song, but it, it is just really, really good. Yep. Very Unread. solid. Read. Yep. Uh, the next song is called Triggers. Mm-hmm. A little bit slower pace on this. And I at first I thought, is this going to be I Am One from the Pumpkins? <laughs> that little drum beat <laughs> that comes into it. Um, but yeah, I, I like this one. Um, I think he said he wrote it watching like murder things on TV or something angry. And so the okay. lyrics didn't come out angry, but the song maybe felt a little angry. So I'm not sure I quite got that. Okay. Um, but I did not uh, dislike the song. Yeah, I like this one a lot. This was another highlight for me. Um, it's kind of like a, it's almost like a, you said slower. I would agree with that. But it's kind of like, kind of dirty, head nodding jam. Kind of, mm-hmm. I'm like, oh yeah, love that. A little grit to it. Mm-hmm. And the melody, the vocal melody mm-hmm. and the chorus, so good. I like cool. This was, yeah, this is one of my favorites on the album. Cool. I really like the vocals on the next one, okay. which was How Many More Times. This one had a, it was another one with a cool groove. I feel like that kind of is a recurring theme here. They have some really cool grooves on yeah. these songs. Well, okay. So it's a bass player and a drummer. If you mm-hmm. can't nail a groove, <laughs> yeah. I mean, but to keep it re- not being repetitive <laughs> and to bring a different thing to each song, piano. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I, I feel like you have multiple ways you could screw it up as well it's true. and not sound great. And then you add like in this one, you know, it's got the cool groove, but we got a subtle piano going on. Yeah. Um, it's again, they, they're really good at writing catchy riffs and lyrics. And yeah. I thought the vocals were really strong on this one. I think this one. Yeah. I love the piano coming back. Uh, this one's got a little bit of an R and B flavor. Mm-hmm. Really? I felt I mean, that this was a little lighter. Than the yes. other songs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the the vocal delivery and kind of the even the the groove, it's a little R and B flavor. Mm-hmm. It's kind of different. Agreed. Um, next one is High Waters, and um, I again another one where I really like the vocal performance. Um, I think this one was about kind of like staying afloat, uh, okay. just barely getting by. Kind of the whole mm-hmm. theme of the water on this record, and. Um, I like this one. I really like his vocals. Um, I did not care for this one. This one was another one where I just, nothing in here really grabbed me. So it was just kind of a meh for me. <laughs> I did not like the next one. There goes yeah. my cool. Because it, it sounded like the Beatles too much. It's very 70s. Yeah, I said leave, it to, <laughs> leave this one to ELO. They, they're the mockers of all Beatles. Um, see, I love ELO though. I do too. Love them. way more than the Beatles. But uh, yeah, this one, like I said, has a very '70s feel to me. Mm-hmm. And like, I didn't write a lot down for this one. I was like, I, I said I get it, but I, I don't love it. <laughs> I yeah. see what you're trying to do, but mm, I'm good. Yeah, and no offense to the band. Anytime that you're verging close to the Beatles, you're not going to win over this audience. Yeah. Which I know everybody's going to hate us because we don't love the Beatles. We're better than everybody. I don't hate the Beatles. Just, well, I don't put them on replay every day, and it's not, not going to happen. Yeah. yeah. 
Okay, we are now to the album closer called yeah. Waves. Yeah. And while I like the song, I did not think this was a good album closer. Um, mm. It just sort of ended. It had an odd, it like kind of peters out a little bit, and then it's just like, kunk, done. Very strange. Yeah, I I think, yeah, that, that can go either way. I think if you're ending an album like that, I think... The vibe of this song is not terrible to end the album on. Uh, you know, it's kind of, a, it's almost like a, what is it, like a cool down after a workout, you know? It definitely is a cool down. It's very chill. This, the whole song is very chill and, you know, kind of relaxing and melodic and whatever. But yes, it does have a bit of an abrupt end and then you're out. So, yeah, I mean, that could go either way. Love it or hate it. Yeah. It definitely was slower. The vocals I liked mm-hmm. um, had the nice big piano part towards the end. Heavy guitar joins in there. But yeah. Then, yeah. Just I think the ending just kind of like jarring <laughs> to me. Yeah. I can see that. What do I know? Yeah. Well, it's that's better it. than any I mean, song that... I've ever written. <laughs> <laughs> uh, or sung, because we'll find that out pretty soon. People, write in. Write in. Let's go. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's it. Ten songs. They were quick. To the point, and I'm going to go um, with like a 3.5, 3.5 out of 5. I really did like it. Um, I didn't hate any song. There was a couple I didn't gravitate to. Mm -hmm. Um, Just not quite my thing, but where they hit really well, it really hit well. You know, um, Tell Me um, When It's Too Late, absolutely fantastic. Love that one. Um, And I love Pull Me Through. Shiner in the Dark was good. So um, 3.5 out of 5. And I'm going to listen a couple more times because I wish I would have had time to listen a few more times before the show. Yeah. Um, Mountains at Midnight, Tell Me When It's Too Late, Triggers. Those are kind of my highlights. And surprise, surprise, they're kind of on the heavier end of the <laughs> spectrum of this album. So I just I, – I think – what they are able to do as a two piece is so cool. Mm -hmm. And uh, I feel, I mean, obviously from when they started to now they've branched out. Yeah. I mean, I would hope, you know, you grow as a songwriter and all that kind of thing. So, you know, good for them. Um, This one, I just, you know, hit on a few. There's a few I didn't care for. Nothing I hated here is kind of, you know, like I talk about middle of the road a lot, and this was kind of that for me. So probably three out of five. All right. I guess uh, I guess that's it. What a weird show. Quick show. <laughs> quick, quick album. So <laughs> It really was. Next week, how many, let's see how many is he has listed on there. Uh, next week, the 15th, um, Corey Taylor is releasing CMFT2. Or is it just CMF2? Oh, it is CMF2. Yeah. Because it's just Corey Muff. No, he doesn't know Taylor anymore. <laughs> Unless it's Tuller. Tuller. Woof. <laughs> Corey Tuller. God. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I said it. 13 songs on this one. I'm sure they're going to be a little bit longer. So I'm excited. Yeah. Love Corey Taylor. Um, 
Always interesting to see what he will do solo. I hope we get some acoustic songs because I love it when he kind of strips things down and we get his voice front yep. and center. He's put out a few songs already and, mm -hmm. you know, we've enjoyed those so far. So see if that carries over to the rest of them. Yes, indeedy do. Mr. Monday, do you have anything this week exciting we should know about? Exciting coming up. Uh, well, I'm going to be watching my granddaughters tomorrow. That's, mm -hmm. I don't know if exciting is the word, tiring is the word, you know, <laughs> exhausting, but fun, you know. They'll only be this age for so long. So, this is um, true. and then yeah, I got a birthday coming up. So, <laughs> Monday's about to get old. Uh, yeah. Which means I'm... likely this show will be on Monday, not Sunday, because Monday is taking Sunday for his birthday. Yeah. Yeah. So, look for us probably back next Monday. Hopefully, we will have Teabags joining us for Corey Taylor. I know he is a fan as well, and I'm sure he would like to weigh in. Um, send me a little note if you'd like a uh, Wanderings and Wool Gathering shirt. This one is not the one you asked for, Mr. Mundy, because I had forgotten that I sent that to Greece okay. with an Elton John oh, nice. on the back of it. Yeah. So, but um, yeah, we can make those on demand. So let me know if you want one, if you want to look cool. I mean, if you don't want to look cool, don't get one. I don't care. Yeah. You know, cool guys cool's, are wearing them. Cool's not for everybody. Amen. <laughs> or else we'd never be able to get by. So anyway, um, don't forget Wanderings and Wool Gathering is on YouTube. If you missed some episodes, you can go back. They're all there. You can find all the podcasts over at Apple Music, Spotify, CastBox, and SoundCloud. And you can go over to wanderingsandwoolgathering.com. You can actually find all of the episodes there as well. They are located on the site. And you can also find some album reviews. We're doing uh, comics reviews again and some TV stuff. So uh, check that out, wanderingstowoolgathering.com. And then next week, come back because we're going to be here. We're going to be here doing Corey Taylor. It's going to yep. be episode 157. Did you ever think we'd get to 157? Mm, no, because I wasn't here for the beginning. So I came in later and, you know, you never know. Coming in late, I don't, you know, had to find my place. And I'm like, how long is this going to go? It's so. how you finish, not how you start. That's true. That's true. See? So there you go. And a special treat today, our outro is going to be from JPP nice. called Juno19. So let's check out that video. Until next week, head over to our website, please. Check us out, and uh, we'll see you next week on the show. Bye now. <laughs>